New neighbor, who dis? And does misery really love company? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Brilliant Observations Puzzler, kids. <laughs> I'm really excited for this quiz edition. How are you, Melissa? Hello, Amy. You and I have both had a morning already. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, and it's super early. Dear listener, it's super early. We uh, record around our life schedules <laughs> and although I am an empty nester and have no life or schedule. It seems Amy does. So um, that's not true. I was away. That's why we put off today, today, whatever. But um, yeah, so here we are once again together and receiving mm, lots of feedback from our last episode. And I have to say, very little makes me happier than feedback, positive, from our last episode. (laughs) Ah, I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of feedback. Which topic uh, were you fed back? Well, I will start with an honest statement. I solicited feedback from one person and then I got a lot of feedback from others. They sort of bubbled up because the topic was so relatable. And that topic, (laughs) of course... I'm trying to picture, I pictured Lizzo with the crystal flute sticking her tongue in every yeah. hole and you're like, yep. it's so relatable. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> well, there, we had we had another topic that was even more relatable yeah. than Lizzo yeah. and the crystal Tonguey licky flute. stick. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And that, of course, is self-mutilation for sale. For right? a price. Right. Pinky for hire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... Almost immediately after recording the episode, I went to my husband because I wanted to give him the opportunity yeah. to tell me that I was crazy and that we could have built our personal and legacy fortune on the back of my own bony pinky. But instead, and if he doesn't. He's a liar. I said, blah, 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 billion dollars. OK, for, for a billion dollars. And he went, nope. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I married the right man. And then I said, how much was, how much would it take? And he was like, no amount, nothing. And I said, I went to $500 billion. And he went, nope. And he didn't even want to talk about it. No, he didn't even want to talk about it. It made him physically angry to discuss it. Then later, while I've, sadly for me, the college kid, the, this, the past four days have been, it's, I've have had multiple simultaneous and concurrent booking errors where there was too much packed into every conceivable space for days after days after days after days after days at the thought of it it was Uh, it uh. was there was three this morning simultaneously two right now so my college kid just drove him back last night surprise was supposed to be today moved it to yesterday he tells me that they listen to the podcast in studio because once i talked about some gender fluid escaped monkeys and they enjoyed oh, yeah. <laughs> so so is gay monkey three-way is the name of the episode yeah it was and great. i lost my mind and they played it in studio because they're in studio almost around the clock so it's right. very the architecture studio it's very very late they're in there they get punchy anyway so they to listen to somebody's weird batshit mom losing her mind over some escaped lab monkeys seems like a good choice at 2 a.m Keep in okay. mind, we had him in a three-piece suit. Like these, well, there was a crash on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and <laughs> monkeys escaped. But we had him like wandering around incognito with a tiny little briefcase and a three-piece. I was looking for pictures of monkeys in like little sweater vests, and it was just—it was a funny episode for Poon. So he was definitely living his best AP life. Great. Okay, loved it. So knowing this, he tells me, and now I'm mortified. So we're listening on the road to take him back to school to the latest episode, and it involves the pinky, and he's laughing but has to turn it off and says two things in rapid succession that made me insane. The first thing is, 
you two are so wildly out of touch. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, fuck you. And number two. Okay. This is what my overly entitled white, richy, rich, bright, gorgeous, super intelligent, young, upper achiever has to say. Okay, you're ready. You got a picture in your mind, right? I People do. have asked him if he is a model and could they hire him to be a model. You got a picture in your mind of I this walking well. around on the earth young man, okay? Right? He looks at me with full full sincerity and he says, "I would sell a kidney for 20 grand." <laughs> okay, well that makes he's me like nervous. A, he's like a pinky? Yeah, that's like $40. And I'm like, "What is wrong?" with you and then we spent the next hour talking about all the things that are wrong with him and the list is lengthy so that's the kind of feedback that I got from the show that lots of people have different answers you think there's only one answer well I think your husband's answer your husband's answer is ridiculous that's no it's not that's why an outlier why do you think we got married why do you think we got married because of his judgment he makes (laughs) smart decisions and one of them was picking me and that's why we're married. You guys are outliers. Pinkies, somebody, pinkies intact. If we somebody are the offered pinky me family a billion dollars for a pinky, I would be like, pick one, pick one, pick any one you want. Yeah. I, like I have seven hands. Oh my you god! You wouldn't even think about it. You wouldn't even. I guarantee you that I would debate it. I very like it's 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 disingenuous. For me to say that I wouldn't ultimately take the money. And that's This doesn't count think as debating it. it. This doesn't count? No, you're saying someone would say, it. here's the giant bag of a billion dollars. Yes. Here's the knife. And Melissa's like, grab it. Stick it in the bone. Let's go. Snap right, it well, off. So now I have questions. What do you mean, here's the knife? This isn't a, a surgery where, I mean, this is a, a backseat <laughs> oh, surgery. On. We're not going into like a surgery what? center. for. Oh, what? I... I assume Honey, this is a, this is this is a Quentin Tarantino meat cleaver in the basement situation, isn't it? No, I I did not take. Well, this when is you a VIP so pinky removal. Okay, VIP. Yes, you should be like I want. I want a nice cut and stitches. I want to know that it's going Price somewhere good. Price goes or up. to a collector of pinkies price price goes price goes up all these things that was the whole point though goes up to what like what is your price and the fact that you and your husband perfect for each other are he's right you're way out of touch like you have no concept of what people will do for money i love i somehow love that you have pancake flapped yourself out of this conversation because it is just so ridiculous you started the conversation oh i did i wanted to know super out of pinky touchy and i got news for you there is some human flesh eating man taking your pinky and you know tickling the outside of his fungus with it right now and they still got the severed finger particles dangling from the bottom. Which is going in first, the juicy bits or the fingernail? And there's a, ew, the whole thing. You don't know where your pinky's going to go. Because well, the people you who buy it are ne'er-do-wells. They're ne'er-do-wells. Extrapolate it one further. My husband goes into work ew. and he gets a patient who's like <laughs> got seven fingers in his keister that he needs removed because they went in. I'm that's the next thing that happens after you're selling digits digits you said it they're used for pleasure and let's just say my narrow pinky wasn't enough to pleasure like seven pinkies in the keister so um it could absolutely turn and turn on you but when I had it going in my head I had it with Uh me having a surgery not a cleaver in the basement this you were looking more at like a corporate corporate exercise this well who be... has that kind of money i don't think all of those deplorables criminals ha- what do you think why do you think you want to become a criminal that's where the money is melissa that's where them pinkies at this and yet is the way to go still choose not to to steal like you still need the pat on the back for every time you leave the supermarket not having taken a pumpkin. i don't fire steal I don't take from other people because I don't want people to take it from me. I know what it is to have something took from you, and I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. I don't need to do that. 
I can do it expertly and fuck you, but I'm not going to do it because that's not how we roll. And because I don't want my little people to grow up to be fucking criminals. They would be extraordinary at it and we would take over the whole pinky buying enterprise. But I don't want a room full of pinkies and I'm just not doing that. That's I'm not going to do that. No. Your firstborn really said he was going to give up a kidney for... For price. 20 grand is generous. I feel like he said $500 and I almost swerved off the road. Yes. He, 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 again, judgment, not healthy, not good. He also told me that because I've said we're on a no tattoo Paula policy, right? Number one, because he would end up like the guy on Saturday Night Live whose entire body was dipped in ink. Just say Post Malone. Just say Post Malone. He would end up by like any of those imbeciles. You know, Michael Tyson with the big teardrop on his face. Did you just call him Michael Tyson? That's what his name is. He makes the the fights, not the chicken. Mike Tyson? Wasn't that his name? What's the matter? It's like you're his nana and you're calling him (laughs) Michael Tyson. (laughs) Your mother named you Michael. I don't know why everybody's calling you Mike. Use the full name. It's beautiful. You bring that fight to your friends, Michael. Come here. (laughs) Give your nana Michael, do you know what could happen if you bite off someone's ear? Michael, I don't like this inky on your face. Get the Windex, honey. Let's try to. Did you hear what happened to Ozzy when he bit the head off a bat? Do you think it's different? Take it off. He got syphilis, Michael. (laughs) He got syphilis. Do you know what syphilis is, Michael? I'm just saying I worry about you, Michael. (laughs) I'm saying you need to think a little more before you start acting out. So the point that I'm telling you. (laughs) Is that my imbecile son has now three times this semester alone attempted to get a tattoo. And through some grace of God, because it has nothing to do with the ethical behavior of the tattooist. Okay, he was turned away. Number one, because the artist, I can't even, because the person who's going to the permanently brand his flesh was not um, available when he needed to do it or wanted to do it or whatever. The artist was away or something that he was looking for. And I didn't even want to hear what the other two times were. I, I Now I'm at the point where I just don't want you to have feet that can transport your body and no cash. And I mean, how are they letting him in? How are they letting him in? I took him to get a flu shot and he reported the wrong age. Not because he was trying to get something over on anybody because he doesn't know fucking how old he is. This is the same child who, I reminded him yesterday, spelled his own name wrong on his college application. You remember this, right? His first name, he spelled wrong on the college application, okay? And he still got in to six fucking big deal colleges. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Keep your kidneys, no tattoos, for the fuck of God. I mean, his first name does have like 18,000 letters in it, but still, can't you remember them? Okay, I gotta, I can't, I can't. Makes me too upset. I dropped him off, so he is no longer in my oh my godness space. That's out the door. Oh, look, he left me a poster right in this room somehow. This This is hilarious. The surprising part of this is that you, uh, a real um, lover of Mm -hmm. art. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Are adamantly against, to the point where you won't call the people who give you tattoos artists. They are absolutely artists. They do gorgeous and incredible work. I get that this is your son as a canvas and you might not want something he thinks he wants now. I just, I'm shocked that tattoos to you are like a red line that you cannot pass, cross, do, whatever. That's all correct. And I'm sitting here running in my head. How can I, how can I fit this into my what I know global construct of the world and it really comes down to I will go so far to as to say I can appreciate on other people that some level of artistry is involved my good friend Lynn is a body painter she's a world-class body painter she paints people's bodies how is this your job well because that's how that works you live in scotland so you get to have a full-time job as a body painter so and that's it's crazy but in any event the stuff that she does is breathtaking it's stunning and it also washes the fuck off and i just feel like that makes sense to me the burning and the brandishing into the skin is a part that's just i always go it's ink it's art you you 
make it a point. Your goal in life is to hit a museum in every single state in our country. As I look for carbs of pizza in every state, you want to hit as you should. You want to hit every possible museum and and for you to say that you know it needs to wash away like if any of those paintings sculptures any of that art just oh that's great wash it away it would be a crime that would be it's a your crime. body though it just it's your body it's your body it's i'm i always my brain snaps into place and i don't have a problem with tattoos i really don't i have a big problem with my children tattooing themselves it's just not something that I desire to happen in their entire existence on this planet. What was he going to get? What does he want? I don't. I won't discuss it. So, and he okay. constantly tries to engage me in conversations about discussing it. And I'm like, the best thing that you can do for me once this, if this is inevitable, which I hope it is not, is to simply tell me that it's happened. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be involved in it. I don't think it's the right decision. I think it's a mistake. I think you will regret it. I think you will regret it. The problem is... Humans are fickle, and at least two of my children in particular are extremely fickle. And the notion that you could have a permanent state of mind, love, desire for something that is unchanging, even in retrospect, like some, a lot of people say, well, I love it so much in this moment, I will at least capture this moment, like a photograph or whatever. For me, it really just comes down to the body is... I don't think of the body as a canvas in that regard. So I don't think of the artist as an artist. And I don't think about the tattooist at all in this equation. I think about the person. I think about the human who is running the marathon, enduring the pain, doing something excruciating for a purpose of self-expression that could be expressed in another way. So I just, I don't, it's not my bag, baby. I mean, I, I don't even have... I don't give it enough thought to even tell you why I don't like it because I just don't get the pa- I don't get past the point of I don't like it. It's like my husband. Nobody's cutting off my pinky. Sorry. Sorry. It's there's not a dollar amount. He has no dollar amount. That's the point not to get off the tattoo thing, but I've really got nowhere to go with it because I'm just sort of at a hard stop. He has no he has no number. There is no number. So he claims. That's really what the discussion was. What's your number? It wasn't lose a pinky, lose a kidney. It was, hey, dear listener, if you haven't, go back. Or new listener, welcome. And go back and listen to that episode. It was the one before this. And it was funny and interesting. And you'd enjoy it. <laughs> you'd enjoy it. Yes. Um, I, I did not tell my mother that I was 19 at the University of Delaware. And my friends and I went into... Uh, Chinatown and we got tattoos and I never said a word to her because well go back to other episodes (laughs) I was gonna say because (laughs) episodes one through now right so yeah (laughs) go back and listen you'll hear why I didn't tell my mommy about it the tattoo I got is fuck you mom right so (laughs) so I I have a life I have children I had my second baby and I'm standing in the bathroom of the nursery and I'm trying to, I don't know, fix a boob pad or something and my pants are hanging pretty low and my mother said, what's that? Ew. What and I'm deal. like, what did a huh? I mean, after you deliver a baby, like you lose all sense of um, modesty. You Everybody give a- pays. Take a look. It's for you. Dingle dangle. Anybody, anybody want to see this lot. nipple that's feeding my family right now? Anybody want to see this it's part just of skin? Have some. Yep. Right. So she <laughs> found out because I had um, was wearing the same sweatpants when I was nine months pregnant as I was when my baby was two months old and I was trying to help out. Some- right. So she's like, oh, huh. When did you do that? I'm like, you don't even want to know. Like 10 years ago. What do you want from me? This is a, but I just, I'm just surprised that a lover of art the way you are does not respect this craft in the same way that you respect other uh, forms of art and expression. And especially if it's yours, it's personal, it's on your body. I think that would be a higher level of expression and art. And you have zero tolerance for it. I don't know why, and I have nothing but love and admiration for all the tattooed population in the world. And I can tell you, by comparison, I've never thought to put them in a pecking order, but because of this conversation, I would place a graffiti artist far above a tattoo artist. 
and I already can feel the venom for the for just having said that and putting that vibration out into the universe. I can hear people going, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong. I, okay, I know I'm wrong. That's that's. Do you? So educate me. Do, Do you I, know you're wrong? Dear listener, yeah. begin. <laughs> um, I like to be wrong because I'm always wrong. I don't care, honey. I fe- I think on the non-putting a lot of thought or analysis into it meter, yeah, graffiti artists are held in higher esteem by me than a tattoo artist. I'm like, say by you. Yeah, okay. By me. Yeah. Well, I don't honestly, I don't know how high esteem a tattoo artist or a graffiti artist is held in the, well, I'll say to you like this. There are, not that art museums are the arbiter of what makes art and or uh, importance, cultural relevance or taste. Having said that, how many art museums have featured graffiti artists? So they've been indoctrinated into the global art conversation in a way that tattoo artists have yet to be. I disagree strongly. That is not a factual statement. Where are there tattoo artists? No, no, no. I'm not saying that they own the conversation. That's number one. I agree with you there. But I will say that an industry conversation has occurred that, to my knowledge, tattoo artists are not a part of. I don't see skin displays in I'd like museums. to refer you back to a previous episode of ours where when relatives were dying, people were taking the skin of the dead relatives and stretching it out and putting as a canvas in their yes. family homes. Yes. Oh, I remember this. And in no conversation <laughs> is that art. I'm with you. Yes, that is a perversion. I would like to refer you to the Dahmer series, which is currently on Netflix. He's not if you eating want to. them. Nobody's eating them. They're just... Hey, listen, they have TV show after TV show. They don't have about ink masters and and tattoos and art in that form. They don't have any for graffiti artists of let's go to this series. It is I would absolutely put inking bodies over on the level of respectability over tagging anything Um, with graffiti like that to me is something under an overpass (laughs) that you are going to spray over and paint over and yes if you put uh jaleesa on your arm and you guys get divorced or separated and now you're dating you're looking for a girl named just lisa so you could turn the j into a flower like it is absolutely a craft and an art that is far above graffiti and i strongly disagree with you dear listener Here's your chance. <laughs> Fuck me. Team Amy. Graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking Banksy because that's I fucking am. art. No, that is hanging. It, you're out of your mind. Muralists. You yeah, that's graffiti. They're all within the same category for me. I'm not talking necessarily about the lowly penis tagger who simply is doing that's balls gonna be and my stick, daughter by balls the way and stick, <laughs> balls and stick and dick and dick i'm not thinking about them and i'm not I saying mean, graffiti isn't beautiful and awesome and can be great i'm saying that tattoo inking is is leaps and bounds above it because it is more of a commitment it is more of a personalized thing it is more it's it's leap bound dear listener it's your turn. It's I your know turn. you don't want to talk about this, and that's why I'm hanging on it. I forgot that you had a tattoo. My son actually asked if you had a tattoo in the context of our well, original he's conversation. he's going to find out in late night now. Well, I couldn't remember, yeah. and I said I can't remember, and it wouldn't surprise me, and it doesn't matter, and you're not getting one. That's sort of how it went. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you can you could be in that conversation. You I know what that's it's like. it's sweet that you think you could tell your child at his ripe young old age that he's not getting one. Well, he ain't yet. Okay. The universe will conspire. Oh yeah, I see that. That's true. To support me in whatever I desire. How many and I artists desire have you for him not <laughs> to be? The real hardship here is that the apartment in which he lives is this right semester. Above. Yeah. It it is within one block of a tattoo parlor. So he walks past it at least Every twice day. a day. Yeah. yeah, because you leave your house at least at least once a day. So in any event, how did you, I know you don't want to talk about this, but I'm just for a quick sidebar, super curious. Why were you, why did you desire to get a tattoo? Did you, and I mean it this way, I mean it this way. Is this like a young preteen laying in bed thinking, when I get a tattoo, I'm going to get a blank. Like it was a foregone conclusion or was it? No. 
was it six months ahead of time? I think I might get a tattoo. I'm definitely getting a tattoo. Or was it two days? I think I'm getting a tattoo. I might get that one. If I ever got a tattoo, it would look like that. Well, there it is. Let's get it now. Like how much, that's what I'm trying to get at. Where, what was the, how invested in the act of getting one were you prior to getting one? Mm-hmm, 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 that's a very mm-hmm. good question. Um, I was pretty invested. It was at least six months. The six month thing the thinking. You, you said yeah. of thinking. Um, one of our dearest of listeners designed my tattoo for me. Well, there you have it. And um, it was Anya, and she designed a turtle. I I enjoy turtles. Um, she designed a turtle outside of his shell. <laughs> Which is kind of how I feel in the world, uh, in the world about myself. And it was, I mean, it was always a symbol of something I wanted. Like I'll, I'll do a quick read. It has, it has tons of meaning with the colors. It already has, it already has meaning. I don't even, I'm sure I knew about this and I had so completely forgotten that everything you're telling me is brand new information and it still fits. You, I don't even know anything else about it. I couldn't even tell you where it is other than you just told me it's somewhere yeah. under under your pants. Yeah. But my my whole thing is that still fits. There's a personal story there. There's a connection to Intense, you. This is yeah. a poem on your body. Yes. I get that. I get that. I get that. And it was relevant then and wildly even more relevant now. It is. So I get all that stuff. That is not the full back American eagle, you know, Chinese caricatures for soup fucking tattoo that i'm sure my imbecilic oh because he spelled his name wrong on his own application i have no idea how stupid he is or how stupidly so that's all so every time we talk about tattoos i make a point to say here are all the celebrities who are having their tattoos removed and how physically painful it is right so you've you've scarred yourself and now you're going to scar yourself again ouchie ouchie and plus expensive and then also i think it's more here are all the removed it absolutely is and then here are all the really stupid Stupid tattoos that people regret. And I just keep a running. It's no like regrets. It's like your I love potty. That. It's like your potty art. <laughs> Let's just keep a running list. Let's just keep a running list. Okay. I do love Thank that. Thank you for that. Thank um you. there is an opportunity though that you have now to be a part of what he's doing because if you know he's prone to stupidity, and by the way, buddy, I love you. And I can't wait to see what you do to You're upset awful. your mother. Don't encourage him. Um. Well, I just feel like fundamentally, I feel like this and to a large degree, the conversation about sexuality and gender is so profoundly different in a 17 to 24 year old's mind than it is in a 45 to 60 year old's mind. It's just we're not even in the same conversation. Our perspectives are so wildly different. That was his point about the finger, too. We are. We live on different planets almost. We have different orbits. We have like we he's absolutely right about that. But I do want to tell him since it's very late at night right now, as you hear this, sweet boy, (laughs) they are addictive. You will want more. So that's another problem. Yeah. So I will warn you that. I had to be restrained on several occasions because it's not the lifestyle I wanted. And I, I really came to the conclusion that what I picked, I lived with for a while before right. even using needles and ink. And I had to make sure that it was clearly in a place where no one that I didn't want to see it or every day would see it. Just all I'm asking is that you keep thinking and you make good choices. And and maybe it is the world conspiring against you getting one by trying three times and the answer is me no thank you all right I tried to represent you there but as a hippie who doesn't really do your thing man and I could talk for an hour about this but I know we have much better we have far better content than this so so. if he gets one um I asked a question earlier does misery love company (laughs) call me I'll come with you um does misery re- like where did that phrase even come from like what is the derivation here because I-, I will tell you when I am miserable let's just take the uh Yom Kippur that has passed where I was not eating and I saw joy in the world and I was hungry and hangry and and done thinking about all of the sins and it took a while because I not a great person. I'm okay. There's, you know, there's maybe a list. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm okay. I didn't steal. Like I don't go. Jews don't go 
monthly, weekly. I don't know how long, how often Christian goes to go to confession. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, we don't, it's not a thing. So quick sidebar. It's not Christians. It's Catholics. Roman Catholics are the only ones who do this. But are they really? Yes. It's not. That's, we get lumped together with a lot of those other churches. A Baptist is a Christian. A Christian just means you believe in Christ. So anytime you see the dude, you a Christian. Roman Catholic is its own fucking thing. So they're yes. the ones who We do are the only ones. Love that education only, for me. Uh, you know, Episcopalians probably, but that's Christian light. So all the ritual. I need a guilt. pen. Yeah. You don't I, need any of this stuff. You could lump us all together. That's fine. But then Baptists, they don't dance. They don't drink. You know, a couple of them people like snakes. All of it's fucked up. Is this so booking? yes, the is confession. That- the confession idea is that you're supposed to go on your own schedule. Time was way in the way back. You would go once a week. So it was something that you would do in between going to weekly mass on Sunday. So, But right now, I can tell you that no one ever goes ever. So you maybe go once a year if your grandma's watching because technically you're not supposed, as a Roman Catholic, you're not supposed to receive the Eucharist, that little, the body of Christ, that little thing they put on your tongue. The wafer. Right? The wafer. The, yep. The Necco so wafer. Yeah. In some places it's not even a wafer. Correct. You're not supposed to receive that until and unless you have cleansed, confessed yeah. your sins. So, so your body needs to be ready to receive. So you need to be in a state where you are ready for it. So that action, they never go together. And people in the news fucking have problems with Joe Biden going and receiving communion because of the way he votes on certain things. So people get all up in arms over a whole bunch of stupid... Yeah, it's like, gee, really? Yes, yes, yes. So the confession is on your own timetable. But back to you. Well, no, back we to do the a, car. a yearly purge, right? And right. You know, my husband comes to sit next to me while we're watching services on TV. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's, a, it's weird. So I don't find like, it weird at all. I find it very charming. I'm like, do you have to sit that close to me? Do you have to touch me? I don't want company in my misery. I want to be left the fuck alone. Am I oh alone? Oh, my God. I didn't get that at all. You are so fucking weird about being a Jew. You're a Jew, girl. It's not a surprise. While I'm eating, you can't sit next to me while I'm starving. I'm miserable. I don't want company. You're very funny. Is that not a thing? No, it's not. So. (laughs) All right, that's fair. Not the first time. Misery loves company is very opposite of the experience that you're describing. I think what you're describing is not misery. I think what you're describing is agony, right? I don't want anyone around me. I I can't be touched. I can't. I don't. Talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm having my own amount of vibrational overload just trying not to punch you yes. with the arm shot. Yeah. That's Give me that not... pinky. Give me that cleaver right now. Right, right. That's like the only way that we will all survive this together is if you get the fuck away from me. Correct. That's very different than misery loves company to me is a way of saying I can't endure this experience on my own. I need someone to help me through it. And that usually comes with profound sadness. So, or Misery Loves Company is if you a raging Debbie Downer, bitchy McBitchyton, all you want to do is find other people to bitch with. And so you can keep that bitch, bitch, bitch going, 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 going. Because you don't ever want the bitching to stop. That's what it's morphed into. I think in the beginning, it was this notion of... When shit is sad, don't be by yourself. And it's gotten into a really derogatory space. I see Where I want to create sadness for everyone. And the more people I can bring together to do it, then I'm just a pig in shit. Visual encouraged. That's gross. That's what it is. That's gross. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I do everything in my power to shut that shit down in myself and in other people. I don't like... I don't like the bitch fest going on. That's gross. that's That's so funny. I can totally picture you connecting with the self-induced painful rigor of connecting profoundly with your faith and thinking if anyone is around me I will fucking murder you yeah I just I love that those two things go together for you they're my favorite they're my favorite that's how that's how I roll you're my favorite (laughs) that's how I roll (laughs) so uh going back to misery I'm curious of your opinion on this topic I have a child shocker Got it. And uh, their experience in college with Kanye's last outburst oh. has been shocking that their friends told them that they were overreacting. 
what? to Kanye's last tweet that had him Catch. suspended. I saw it. I saw it. I don't know that everybody globally has seen it. So give us a quick recap of Kanye's tweet, which he I know about. said that he's bring once he came back yep. to Twitter after his suspension, that he's bringing the Jews to death with a TH, Con 3. Um, and he really just put a target on Jews with blame for I, I don't even know what it was multiple tweets and they were targeted at Jews for no reason and then in the same spattering of bullshit out of his face he also came at Lizzo for being fat so I absolutely see everything that he's doing as let me wave my relevancy flag please I need to be a part of every conversation that's going to get anybody talking about me now 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 so we're done with him Completely done with him because fuck him so hard with my severed pinky. <laughs> I want to bring it. I want to bring it all the way. I want to bring it all the way back to. Now a conversation has started that's made life difficult for humans on the planet, one of whom is related to you. So let's let's get into that, please. Yeah. So the the people in their lounge talking about, I think you're overreacting was what was said that made my kid crazy. And it's hard if somebody tells you you're overreacting and your reaction is, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's like <laughs> I, I don't think you're taking it seriously enough because the answer was nobody listens to Kanye. I, I think the fact that we're all talking about it means that everybody listens. But Point some of us one. know that he's fucking crazy. And others are teenage boys who worship him. He literally started a church of worship that there's a waiting list it's a school to, yeah to mm -hmm. go to and a school like are you kidding me so i don't know how to support my child who is correct yes in 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 just being offended and these are people like you just get to college you're meeting people <clears throat> you these are your people and all of a sudden your people are not what you thought they were. Falling or, on the wrong side or of a just so wrong. Topic. Just like you yeah. said, it doesn't mean they're bad people. No, it means they are ill-informed and don't have, I guess, the sensitivity or history that my family has. I went correct, to correct, correct, correct. I just want to jump in. I know you're getting ready to roll on to something else. It's sensitivity and history are the thing that gave me a brief moment of pause because in a completely not appropriate comparison, the most recent thing this calls to mind is conversations about the threat of the Supreme Court reversing Roe versus Wade. Go ahead. And all of the years of conversation about you're overreacting, that's never going to happen. I don't even know what's the matter with you. Oh, my God, who cares? That's that's settled law. That's You're being ridiculous. Good Lord. Go I talk about something else. I should definitely sit on this court because I would never turn you're just overturn ridiculous. law of the land. You're just ridiculous. This is, right. come on, come on. Boo, boo, snooze. Psych. I mean, I just don't. Psych. Yeah, I just, even at the time, to be dismissed about something as radical as autonomy over our own bodies, to be dismissed over something as radical over the annihilation of a class, a category of people based on any criteria whatsoever. It's just not the kind of thing that we should be considering as an okay topic. It's not the kind of thing that we should say, well, this is a freedom of speech. It's none of this was freedom of speech. This is a bully with a very loud megaphone spewing hatred, and it should be roundly condemned by all who hear it and ignored and, frankly, laughed at. Not and the people who are insulted by it. I mean, you really, he needs to be put somewhere or medicated in a way where things like this can't just, well, Elon Musk will let him back on Twitter when he owns it. So it's just, it's never ending. The point being, it's sh the fact that it is not so universally recognized as unacceptable and hate that we don't allow hate to be spewed from the highest rooftops without consequence is the problem, right? It, and it's really the without consequence part that gets lost in all of these conversations about who has the right to say or do what, yeah? Because this is encouraging, softening the beach. This is broadening a conversation that doesn't need to be had about 
how much hate is okay and acceptable and how many people can agree silently or publicly. I mean, that's that's all the stuff that's happening. It's not today. It's not people in the streets coming after you. But guess how many days away from now that is? It's minutes. Know. We saw Roe. We don't know. You just made the perfect analogy. We saw, oh, it'll never, uh, it has happened and it can happen again. It has happened and therefore we will never allow any stair step toward it happening again. And this is a stair step. This is I, a stair step. This, it's unacceptable. And just, just to take a full stop and say that anyone, either, either anyone, period, your child or, or any other person who has had to sit in a room and be told you are worth death because of who you are and who you associate with. And three quarters of the people sitting in this room with you who profess to like and love you think that it's okay for someone else to declare that you deserve death. Let's just, let's just sit with how fucked up that conversation is. That's pretty fucked up. Can I tell you, I went to the university of Delaware um, and when I was there, I met people and for them, I was their first Jew. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of quaint and sweet. You know, they looked at me a little funny, like, I don't see horns. She has curly. Like, they just, <laughs> but it came from a place of innocence and ignorance, like mixed together. That's not what my kid's dealing with. What my kid's dealing with is anger, hate, ignorance. Like it's it's on the negative side. Mine was almost charming what I had to deal with. I I don't know, educated people inadvertently by just being human and not having horns, but but and being generous. Like you definitely feel if people don't know Jews and they only know stereotypes, I'll get the pizza tonight. Like don't worry, I got this. Like <laughs> there's definitely a trying to fight a stereotype or seven that people have but I just I just did not know how to support this kid because they were really upset and I did not know how to well it's it's the community is turning on you the community turned on you and you felt it and I don't know how you support someone other than to say that should not happen that's horrifically shitty that will happen again in the world it's happened to all of us on some level yes, and it, it will is happen again. completely, yeah. completely, grossly, profoundly unfair and knife in the eyeball when it comes from people that you care about yeah. who simultaneously don't get it. I think the real problem now and the one sort of that you were loading up by saying I was first Jew for a lot of folks. You know, you earned first chair, your first Jew for a lot of these people in the orchestra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a position of privilege. It's also a fucking horrible honor because why do you represent all of everybody all the time? And every single thing that you do isn't representative of everybody all the time. And P.S., how are you magically tasked with educating the world to be a little better? It's like we're we're all of us carry that mantle, but you don't really carry it and you don't really do it. How many times have you been in a conversation where somebody in the broader context lets a little thing slip out and it's sort of a joke, but you think that maybe I don't know Came that I really like. from somewhere serious. Well, even as a joke, you think, I kind of feel like we shouldn't be joking. I totally get that it's a joke, but I kind of feel like we shouldn't be joking about it. That's the most common for me because it's normally, you know, it'll be a pot shot joke because the joke was funny. So people went for the joke. They don't have that belief. But even saying it, doesn't that make you think we should take a step back? I don't hang around with people who are so racist that every once in a while you're talking and then they go, boop, 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 boop. Whoops. Like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking, <laughs> fucking talk about like, way, ho. Where'd no, that come back. from? <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, I'm not, that's not, that's not usually my experience. But let's say that it was, how am I going to fucking educate you now? And I'm not equipped to do it. I'll do the best I can. And there, at a certain point, it's like, I need to just keep on stepping because, so it's a very complicated soup. And at the end of the day, your child and many others are left just with the insult, just with the fear, just with the downside of this hate thought that's floating around. And that's the that's the part that I really can't abide. I'll put a cap on this for us, mainly because I have a funny story to share with you. But um, it's unfortunate that one of the pillars, one of the points of Judaism is really to repair the world. It's tikkun olam. You're repairing a broken, broken world. And unfortunately, it's tasked upon 
us as Jews to to make that reparation, to make that repair, to make things whole again. And I know this kid wants to run screaming from these people when and cry like it's it's so emotional. It's hurtful. This is, it's, it's fucking so hurtful. hurtful. When really, probably the best thing to do would would be what you did with Roe just there is to step by step it talk about why. But when you are so emotional about something that's that's cutting you to the core, and for me personally, my I feel my face get red. I feel tears well up. It doesn't mean I'm wrong or I'm out of control. It means I'm passionate. And I try not to engage when I'm too passionate because it right. gets it ugly. means we're discussing the removal of rights about my body and you're discussing a philosophical right. It's not Those hypothetical are two different anymore. Things. This is we're factual. We're discussing right? my s- identification as part of a group that is being targeted for fucking public death. Yes. And you're discussing it as whether or not a air quotes celebrity has the authority to assign death to a group of people. Those are not the he same conversation. He doesn't have the credibility. They're not the same conversation. Right. You're missing the point. You're yes. not even in the conversation. Right. They're just not. So I hate that it occurred. I also on some level am, am glad that any conversation occurred and maybe there was some advancement, you know, movement of the ball there in will the right be. direction. Right. Or there will be. But it all comes at a very personal cost. It's just fucking... Go suck a dick, Kanye. It's just suck it if you don't want to suck it. Suck it. How's that? Thank you. Pen capped. Amy. Yes, ma'am. Suck it. Suck it. Amy. Suck it. Yes, ma'am. Suck it. Yes, ma'am. You've had move into your neighborhood recently. Some new neighbors. Like you have. You have. have, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't have turnover here in our neighborhood, but for like every eighteen years, like uh, our neighborhood is. 10 houses it's not the hundreds of houses you have so right 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 we currently have a new neighbor so <laughs> the new neighbor has four five seven eleven in the neighborhood it feels like they've got 35 kids they're everywhere all the time and oh my god and you don't have any kids there i don't I have mean, you any have, kids. you have you have young adult you have like you know, junior achievers. You don't have like kids. We don't have any kids. There's no ringing of bells. There's no helmets. There's nobody. There's none of that shit. The street flags. No. So a neighbor comes over to her next door neighbor, which is my next door neighbor, 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 neighbor. I never would hear that word again. Um, and starts asking her some questions. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh is right. I don't Hi. Have questions. Hi. Yeah. My name is Joni. Hi. Nice to meet you, Joni. How Move much- out, Joni. Yeah. How much do you weigh? What? That's a, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. <laughs> what wow. the fuck did you just say to me? Excuse me? How much do you weigh? What's the next question, Joni? How much do you make? Well, how much no. money does your husband make? Do you work? No. Do you have a job? Stop. How much does Come your on. husband make? Come on now. Come on. Tell how, me what really happened. How old are you? No, tell me what really happened. Well, what do you drive? Are these the kids or the adults? It is the wife of the household <laughs> asking the wife of her new neighbor who's been living here for 18 years. How much do you weigh? How much do you make? What do you drive? I can't think of less appropriate questions other than how often does your husband bone you? That's the only question. I'm sure question. that was on the list. I'm sure that was on the list. And she's got binoculars too. It's the only question I thought of. That was less appropriate or on oh on par God. with that. What? Would you ever? How do you even begin to answer a question from a new neighbor? How much do you weigh? In what context? I don't even understand. Nice to Did meet you. Did she have like a clipboard? Like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't think she's polling everybody. That's the next question. How Golly. Yeah. Uh I'm horrified by our brand new neighbor that we have. Wow. That's so much weirder than my neighbor's story. I don't <laughs> like her already. I really don't like her. I don't want to engage at all with this neighbor. And No, you have to engage. You have to wave to her. She's very sad. She doesn't understand how the world works to have this bullshit flying out of her mouth. Now you have to be her first neighbor. You thought being first Jew was tough. 
I liked that role. I like she being able does. To- she needs an education in shut the fuck up this. So initially she said, nothing's going to stop me from buying this house. I'll pay anything. So my neighbor was like, sounds like a good neighbor. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they move in with 700 kids and homecoming is 15 minutes later. And OK, you're in our district. So neighbor, other district people, my kids are out of the school. But right. I hear rumors because remember, I was that PKC, that parent key communicator. I know that you are so they're a like, delightful busybody. Yes, that's it. I don't think. I'm trying to think. I think when you asked my neighbor how much she weighs <laughs> two years into COVID, we're like, first of all, any day it's inappropriate. A lot of us are a little sensitive about things God, I just, to our I bodies. I have the strongest visual of this person who I know nothing about. I'm just getting such a strong sense of too much and all of it wrong. Get out. No, 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 so, no. Homecoming. What did your darling what did your darling friend say when she was accosted with, you know, can I stick my hand on your pants? Like, I mean, it's like every other fucking question that this woman wants to ask her. <laughs> if we were drunk and she had said that. <laughs> I don't. I would not have been as offended as I am by how much. No, do you weigh? but it's not what even like in a good made? way. She's like, I just want to see what you've got in there. Let me just stick and root around. Okay, and I pull my hand out. Can I touch your hair? Like that's she's just the other weird. thing. She wanted to what? get into my neighbor's house. She would like walk around her backyard. No offense. Walk around her backyard. Like, oh, I was just looking for my children because you have thirty of them. I was just looking for Ew. my children, and and is your house the same as mine? And my neighbor was like, no, you are not coming in my house. This is not happening. This what? Who filter? Please. Did COVID do this to her? Take away her filter? No, she she was born this way. Oh, God. That's why she would have paid anything to get into this house because she had to get out of her last house because they came with pitchforks and lighted (laughs) torches. (laughs) Yeah. So my first questions were immediately why what do you what do you weigh like what what does she look like what is she like I don't have any information on this person I don't understand what gives you the gonads what gives you the balls to come out and ask these questions these are wildly inappropriate these are who I say who what is happening this is this is just everyone knows this person and does all that they can to spend less time with this person so and you it's so funny when you say misery loves company that's mrs misery she is over there wanting to gather up as much information as possible bounce it around against all the other available information in the world and tell it all to you at the same fucking time with no concept of how any of that will land she has zero awareness of the res- the results of the conversation that she's creating she just wants to blah, 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 Are the kids equally horrible? Is it my responsibility to meet her and tell her that she is wildly inappropriate? Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to, you're not going to make her better. She, you will then just become the next conversation that comes out of her mouth. Oh my God. What do you know about her? Here's what she said to me. At which point everyone can rally around you because they know that she's the fucking problem and she doesn't get it. Well, on our block, I'm already Boo Radley because- her kid her second youngest of 30 um has a landscaping business he's a fifth grader he just wants to weed and make money right um and I guess he must have knocked on our door or rang the bell and the dogs went ballistic and I was in the shower and when I got out I saw them running from our door to the next door like they are coming to see if they could work and we can pay them so already, then I let the dogs outside, so they know I'm home. I didn't answer, so already I'm the neighborhood shut-in, which is not wildly inaccurate. I mean, but I don't need to be judged by a fifth grader, so. No, fuck them is what the answer to that thing. Fuck them. I'm just nervous because homecoming came, and there were, I would say, 15, 20 cars in our cul-de-sac in a way that I could not pull my car out of the driveway, my driveway, because it was – Part on the island and part in the street, yeah. like the back wheels were in, still in this. It was like just almost teenage, crashed. teenage stupidity. Just it looks like stupidity. they crashed in all those spots. And yeah. I thought, if these cars are not gone by 10, 11 a.m., 
um, I FaceTimed my son to show him what was going on. I'm like, you leave the neighborhood and the shit goes sideways. Like, what happened? And he's like, you should call a tow truck. <laughs> oh, my God. So if it becomes well, the a problem. Part, well, the funniest part is Sheila would have been out there in the middle of the street, you know, pointing at cars on the cell phone, calling people's moms to tell them she couldn't. The, the easiest thing would have been to say to the kids, Guys, this isn't okay. Here's how we're going to do it. We need this. You're blocking my neighbors. Like someone would have had sense to realize there are other people on the planet. Did you but say since Sheila doesn't have that sense? Right. How much do you weigh? Uh, how yeah. would you like so then, to die? So, but her her solution to this problem, if a problem was identified, would be not to deal with the person who could fix the problem, the child with the keys. She would call the parents. That's that's this whole person's right. mo. She is perennially in fucking third grade in her mentality of parenting uh, third grade third grade that's how it sounds ridiculous no good and no offense to third grade parents this woman should be dealing with high school level parenting education and experience and she's still in in primary school no good it's no good it's bad news I'm sorry for your loss. That's terrible. <laughs> we had a really good neighbor there. And when they had parties, they parked 20 to 30 cars up their incredibly long driveway on the side on the grass. My daughter said to me, it kind of looks like what, what what's that thing that happens when uh, everybody is like taken and you're the only person right. left here. And I was right. like. What what are you saying? Like I don't understand. The rapture. Is yeah. that is that what you're saying? The rapture is is that it? And she's like, Mom, it just looks like everything disappeared and cars were just car doors parked. open. Yes. Yes. It was so bizarre. <laughs> Pile of vomit by one of the car doors. Like that's what I need my dog to walk and find. Yeah, that's great. But I would like to start a new series of guess what my new neighbor said so that might actually become something on this show thank you i'm so dear sad listener, and hate her here. so hard I so hard. hard so hard dear listener if you would like to get in touch with us and share your stories or tell amy how wrong she is about any number of things but just solely from today's episode graffiti versus ink tattoo um <sighs> brilliant observations at gmail.com find us on Facebook, Brilliant Observations, or Brill Up Squad. And definitely check us out uh, at Listen Brilliant on, I'm going to say Twitter, but I'm forsaking Twitter completely. Thank you, Kanye. And Instagram, Listen Brilliant. Come see us. Fun things to look at there and share with us your thoughts, emotions, and your craziest neighbor. And I want to see your tattoos. And we're going to show Amy what art is. So. Okay, so there's three ways for you to share your tattoos. None of them are desirable. You can go, if you're on Facebook, and some of you are, please go to the private group Brill Ob Squad. So Brill Ob Squad. You'll find us there. If if you're not already in, just click join, and then that's where all the goodness happens. What happens in the group stays in the group. If you're a little more public-minded, you can find us on any of the other socials. I'm very active on Twitter. Melissa is very active on Instagram. So those are really the two places where images can be shared. In both cases, it's at Listen Brilliant. Come and get us. Come and get us. I feel like I have that little triangle, and it's eating time. <laughs> come and get it. Oh, my God. I'm oh, so my hungry. God. You have to ring that now, and your freaky neighbor will come running out of her house like a stupid caged animal do i just not engage is that what i do i just avoid and not engage i i do that already with every other neighbor but is it okay to actively hate her i mean i feel like <laughs> the kids shouldn't be no no i mean clearly actively to her face hate her like is that okay or is that going to spill over into the kids but the other problem that you've got coming up which we're going to cover next week i'm sure halloween is halloween yeah i knew that was she's coming. not gonna leave she's not gonna leave your yard her dumb children are going to scatter like so many flies and she's still going to be standing there talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, talking to you. And three times in that conversation, she will say, well, I've got to go because they're at the next house. But did you know how much Shelly weighs? Because I asked her and her husband also has not gotten that promotion at work. Did you go in her house yet? She won't let me in her house. Why won't she let me in her house, Melissa? Where's my kid? Do you have any weed? Can I go? Can I use your bathroom? Okay. I do have weed. You cannot come in my house. And you need to leave Can my I driveway. Use your <laughs> you need to leave my driveway. I don't think I'm engaging. He said, "Why don't you send a text?" Okay, so her kids come back from the um, bus stop and they're walking up the street behind us. Their mouths are. Why don't you take a guess? 
giant and open and flapping. With what kind of language? <gasps> yeah. Ew. So it's not from great. School? From it's, school? It's not great. Yeah. Well, they don't go to the private school like your kids where they have to wear a uniform that makes them behave nicer. They well, wear half shirts. Mine, and, yeah. Mine don't wear a uniform. But yes. So anyway, keep going. Yes, yes, yes. So okay. one of them stands on a, um, I think it's a decorative fence. It's kind of dilapidated anyway. Stands on the fence behind mine and jumps on it till I hear it crack. And that's when I lost my shit. And I said, I also happened to be in the backyard with a pet sitter who was coming to meet my dogs. Oh, my God. And I tried to be nice and I tried to be good. But I absolutely said, or you can get off that and not touch shit that doesn't belong to you. And then I looked. What did they do? And then I scampered. They scampered. And then I looked over at this potential pet sitter like, oh, that's the end of that. (laughs) There's no way she's coming back here. And that's when I said, uh, and she's like, yeah, you tell him. I'm like, I love you. And I told Yeah, I mean, maybe that gave her the idea that these dogs aren't going to do nothing because, you know, mommy's going to whoop up on them. I like it. Well, I told my husband about it, and he said, maybe you should text her and say, hey, here's just a heads up. I'm like, no, because Halloween is next week or the week at whatever, and I do not need – and we might be at the beach for Halloween, and I do not right. need fucking eggs – fried all over my house i don't need the bullshit but she has 37 kids and they're right really- and i know that we've got to go and i just have to say this because it's not going to translate to the whole rest of the world and it's it's a huge joy for me it's a personal sadness for my husband that mischief night is really a regional thing that does not happen outside the tri-state area the delmarva peninsula it so doesn't? in the no so in the middle east corridor of the eastern coast of the United States from whence we hail, Yeah. right? There is a tradition the night before Halloween where it's called literally Mischief Night and the kids who the next night will dress up in costumes come sweetly to your house and expect you to give them candy the night before they dress up in hoodlum clothes, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and they will come and fuck with your house. They will put toilet paper all in your trees. They will sometimes leave dog poop in a bag and light it on fire in your driveway. They will throw eggs at your house. They will fuck up your house, mischief night. And in some places, it's it's toilet paper in the trees, meaning it's just a hassle and it's some hee hee ha ha. Like well, wet, but yeah, it's good. It's 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 well meaning, you know, mischief. It's just, and then in other cases, it's like. You know, it's friendly vandalism. So, I mean, it just depends on what kind of community you're in. But shit's going to get fucked up. So, yeah, you put your stuff away. You leave your lights on nice and bright. You, you know, get ready for a ding-dong ditch or 50. Like, all the things that happen on Mischief Night don't happen anywhere else. There is no such thing as a Mischief Night. There's just Halloween. Or in the South, they protest Halloween because it's Satan's Day. And we're just not going to do it. You're in the South. Do you have that? Yeah. Yeah, they don't, and a lot of times now they do trunk or treat, where like they don't that. even they don't even let like the kids that. go to the houses. They go to a parking lot and walk from car to car, which you know. I come thought on. that's just for the teeny tinies, and then you go. It to- may be, it may be, and then a lot. The most of the protests occur when Halloween falls on a Sunday. They sort of can't wrap their head around the idea that Halloween can exist on the Lord's Day. So we do it on a, we're just going to do it on a different day. We're going to do it on Saturday or Friday or maybe not do it because honestly, if it's not fitting to happen on a Sunday, then why are we doing it? Let's think about this. Let's think about this. And I have some news for you. Fuck off. It's candy. We're not praising Satan. You asshole. Give me all so, your butterfingers. Give them to me now. <laughs> Put them directly into my teeth so and on my So bring it all the way back to the reason I even went on this dog leg. Mischief night is coming up. Yeah. And the gaggle of miscreants who live a house away from you are definitely going to fuck with your shit in ways that are a little less friendly than toilet paper. I think you're going to, if you really so get up on them. not going away is what you're saying. No, I think it's fine for you to go away. I think it was fine for you to say, get off things that don't belong to you. Because that honestly was measured. They heard it crack too. They broke the shit. They yeah. knew they were wrong. Yeah. They knew it was yours. And the extent of getting in trouble was for you to gently and frankly to have, it, to have an adjacent scolding. You did not say, I know exactly who you are. Hey, I'm texting Isaiah, your mother right. right now, and you're fucked. fucked. Right. I don't that's, think he would be. I that's think he'd be like, my eggs, mom doesn't. That's soap and newspaper on your windows. 
that's the real fucking deal for Mischief Night. You would get somebody, they would blow up your mailbox. All these things would fucking happen on Mischief Night. You didn't do any of that. I did not. You didn't not. do any of that. So you're covered. You're fine. Yeah, I'm still the you're bitch fine. neighbor who didn't answer the door, who yelled at them in the backyard. I don't know. I don't know. Because put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. Their mother doesn't live in the same well, on the same planet as the rest of us. She certainly is not socially ept. She doesn't understand how the world works. Who are your friends? So, yeah, so to have <laughs> so know. you know, they come walking home with their trailer park mouths and they break shit. They're probably just up their own ass and treat you like every other inconsequential adult they've ever encountered. They don't even identify you as somebody they should think about, right? Until mischief they're, night. <laughs> right. No, no, they're just they're just pigs. It just sounds like they're a bunch of ill-behaved pigs with an idiot for a parent. Boy, a little judgy today? Well, it's a sorry. I mean, I call it like I see it. I think, don't you think? I think the phrase is cattiness loves company. I don't think misery does. <laughs> I think it's cattiness. And I'm here for it. Well, I'm sorry. Just the picture that you've painted of this horrific, oh, this horrific invasive weed that has moved into your neighborhood in ways that are going to cause you pain for generations to come. Yes. I'm just not into it. I'm not into it. And I'm sorry to say there is no text that will remedy the situation. The only path to freedom is the painfully slow walk that involves many coffees with other adults where you all try to indoctrinate her into adulthood. You're it's a group project. I'm gonna and if move. you're not if you're not willing to take it on, I'm going to move. If you're not willing to take it on, disavow and disassociate. You know, and it just don't it's she's not a factor. She's not a factor. I'm going to start packing now is what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, 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 no. White no. trash moved into my neighborhood. I'm packing. <laughs> Boy, have times changed. Dear listener, I don't know, man. Thank you for listening to us rant. This kind of got away from us. We did have other things, but we sometimes get passionate about things, and you are our victim. You get to listen. You get to support. It's a cautionary do. tale. Don't be Kanye, and don't be that neighbor. Don't right. be that neighbor. What would you call her, Sheila? Don't be Sheila. Don't be Sheila. I no. can't give you her name because... Everybody will know. Uh, I think they know, but also. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Come back again next week because we will. So we don't want to be hurt. Hey-oh. I love it. She loves it.